Hello and welcome back to Equity, the TechCrunch podcast where we unpack the numbers and the nuance behind the headlines. Today is January 17th, 2024, and this is Alex. Welcome to our Wednesday show where we dig into the critical startup and venture capital stories from the week thus far. As a reminder, this is our new format. So comments and feedback, please to equitypod at techcrunch.com if you want. And if you were a big fan of the interviews we used to do every Wednesday, don't worry, we're still doing them just on a bit more of an ad hoc basis. But we have a couple in the can and a couple more coming that you are going to love. All right. On the show this morning, we have a bevy of funding rounds, including very interesting transactions from Virtus. Electra and Fancy. And then to close out, we have a new fund investing in fintech and cybersecurity and what's going on in one of the most interesting venture capital markets in the world. First on the docket this morning, Virtus raises $25 million for AI-based tools to help companies tackle the software spend. That's the TechCrunch headline. What does it mean? Well, Virtus is a startup that is building tools to help its customers track and understand their software spend. It provides analytics into how their employees are using that software and even provides notes on compliance. The idea here is that it wants to help you save money, so Virtus will also help its customers control their cloud computing spend itself. Why is this cool? Well, it uses AI and other advanced tech to save companies money. It, it's a neat idea, and one that I think has shown in-market demand thanks to the success of other startups like Ramp. But even more, Virtus is cool because it shared enough financial data that we are actually excited about its growth. TechCrunch's Ingrid London reports that Virtus's annual recurring revenues are now in the double-digit millions, with ARR growing sevenfold in 2023. Yep, that's the kind of growth venture capitalists absolutely adore, so it's not a huge shock that it raised more money. If you rewind the clock, Virtus previously raised a $26 million round, which means that its new round is roughly the same size as its prior transaction. The new funding was led by 83 North and Bessemer Venture Partners, which also co-led the London-based startup's previous round. Now, a very curious thing that we should consider about Series A and later transactions. We should think about them in terms of their revenue multiple. Now, we often compare a company's revenue to its valuation, but rarely to its latest round size. So for example, if Virtus is at $15 million worth of ARR to make up a figure, its round was 1.66 times its current revenue. I wonder if that's like the average for a Series B or if it actually feels a little bit low. I'm not sure, but it's a new way to think about how big that round is. Next up, EV charging startup Electra secures $330 million. I love this round. Electra, which is building a network of charging stations in France and other European countries, according to our own Ramon Dier, is now flush with ample new capital. But don't presume that this $330 million monster round is just debt with a little bit of equity tacked on. Nope. According to our reporting, it's entirely an equity transaction. That makes it one hell of a Series B. Of course, installing EV charging stations is a bit more expensive than simply writing software, so the dollar amount does have some logic to it. 
but it's still a lot of money. And what is Electra going to do with all its new capital? Well, it currently has 172 charging stations installed and is rolling out another 105. Now, each charging station has several charging points, so the 172 stations that are already in the market have nearly 1,000 individual charge points, according to our reporting. So I presume the money will go to building that out more. Notably, all of Electra's chargers are so-called fast charging, implying that they are rapid and could perhaps charge a premium to EV users on the go. I need to learn more about how these are priced, but that's my idea. Now, here in the U.S., there are a number of companies working on EV charging stations. You may have heard of startups like EV Passport. But one issue that we have in the States is the sheer size of our country and its very frequent lack of population density. If you don't know what I mean, just drive across North Dakota. Europe is a little bit different, which could help a company like Electra get to the density it needs to make its service make sense. No matter, I love seeing a massive round with venture participation going to green infra. It gives me that tiny, tiny glimmer of hope. So who put the capital in? Well, it was PGGM, a Dutch pension fund service provider, as well as BPI France's large venture fund. Those were the lead investors, and it also saw participation from prior investors, including EIP, Eiffel Investment Group, R Green Invest, and Alliance. Next up, Build a Rocket Boy, a game studio from former Grand Theft Auto developer, raises $110 million. Have you ever played a title in the Grand Theft Auto franchise? Well, a company built by one of its former lead developers just raised nine figures in a massive Series D. Now, the company in question, Build a Rocket Boy, is working on several titles that have yet to see the light of day, but TechCrunch reports that one could look a little bit like Roblox, while another focuses on quote, story-driven action-adventure, end quote. Certainly the first title ever in the history of gaming to have that focus. Now, Build a Rocket Boys Series D was led by New York-based investment firm Redbird Capital Partners with participation from NetEase Games, Galaxy Interactive, Endeavor, Alignment Growth, Woodline Partners, GTAM Partners, among others. Quite the list, but it's hard to count up to $110 million. Build a Rocket Boy is based in Edinburgh, which I think is pretty, pretty cool. And even more, I love seeing gaming companies raise money because it implies that at least some capital is flowing to art. At the same time, a Series D is very serious late stage capital, so investors must really dig what Build a Rocket Boy is cooking up. The question is, will consumers agree when these titles hit the market? Well, I'll let you know because I will give them a try. Now to our quick list, Onera raises 30 million euro to help track how you are sleeping. Onera sells sleep diagnostic and monitoring technology to help clinicians conduct studies on consumers in their own homes. Much better to do at home, I think, than a sterile lab. Given how large the sleep market is and how poorly some of us snooze, it's a pretty cool idea. The Dutch company has now raised 55 million euro in total, and companies that promise a better night's rest like Eight Sleep are big business, so I presume that there is a lot of demand for what Onera offers as well. Next on our list, Wevix raises $23.6 million to develop smart radios for frontline workers. This one took me a minute to understand. Everyone has a smartphone now, so what's the need for advanced two-way radios for frontline workers? 
Well, if you want to ensure that communication amongst staff is quick and secure and measurable, demanding that they use a personal device is actually a terrible solution. So enter Wevix's hardware and software products. And I'll just say this, who doesn't love a hardware story? Moving right along, the former founder of Fancy is back in the market with a company called Long Story Short. This one took me even longer to figure out than the two-way radio thing. Here's the question. Would you pay $1,000 a month to get access to a curated collection of goods for sale? Now, personally, I would not. But long story short is betting that consumers will. So once you are vetted and approved and pay, you'll get access to about 50,000 hand-selected luxury products. Okay, that's cool. But here's my question. Is this why consumer debt is rising so quickly? And to close out our startup notes this morning, Excite, which is spelled X-Y-T-E. It's a startup that helps hardware OEMs and their channel partners build subscription services for devices. It just raised a $20 million Series A led by Intel Capital with Samsung Next along for the ride. And it also picked up a $10 million deadline from BlackRock to help customers make the transition to subscription models. This could be very popular, although I'm not sure all of us are going to be stoked that the next time we buy some hardware, we don't actually own it. Put the startups aside, put on your venture capital vest because it's time to talk about money. And we're starting with TomVest Ventures. They are popping into 2024 with a new $250 million fund and the promotion of two of their partners to managing director roles. Today, Tom Vest Ventures deploys capital, according to TechCrunch, in the areas of financial and real estate technology, cybersecurity, cloud, and AI slash data infra. I think you could fit any startup in the world under one of those umbrellas. Anyways, the new $250 million in capital commitments brings the firm's total assets under management to $750 million, evidence that you don't have to raise a billion dollars in your third fund. Elsewhere, TechCrunch's Annie and Janja reports that African investors are growing to fill a gap left behind by VCs from other areas that have pulled back since the implosion of the 2021-era venture capital bust. That's good news for a burgeoning startup scene that saw its capital inflows sharply contract in recent years. That is our show for this fine Wednesday morning. Don't forget, interviews on equity aren't going anywhere. We have a great chat with Aileen Lee from Cowboy Ventures coming your way. In the meantime, we are Equity Pod over on X and Threads. And if you are a TikTok person, well, we are TechCrunch Pods over there. We'll talk to you soon. We're back on Friday. See ya. Equity is hosted by myself, Editor-in-Chief of TechCrunch Plus, Alex Wilhelm, and TechCrunch Senior Reporter, Mary Ann Azevedo. We are produced by Teresa Loconsolo with editing by Kel. Bryce Durbin is our illustrator. And a big thank you to the audience development team and Henry Picavet, who manages TechCrunch Audio Products. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.